Good day. You are listening to a podcast. But this isn't just any podcast. Just any podcast couldn't do this. Or this. What the? This is the podcast. Starring the tense. Starring the tense. The uh, starring the Ted Smith and Cobb. The podcast starts. You better wear a helmet now. All right, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I'll be the host of this here podcast, the Ted Smith, greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. Uh, back in his rightful up top left hand corner, all the way from Austin. He goes by the name of Cobb. Cobb, what's going on? Feeling good tonight, boys. Like I said, I'm heading to see Talib Kweli after this, so let's get it on. Uh, down there in the bottom square, probably sweating. It's gotta be hot down there in the desert. Uh, Matt, comma the producer, MCTP. What's up, Matt? Hey, Ted. You're right. It's awful here. No <laughs> one comes in these nice slow months where the weather's actually perfect. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, dude. May and June are awesome. I will say it's kind of shocking. I think LA was colder this weekend than it was up here in Seattle. Really. Wow. I believe that. I feel like LA stays kind of chill, at least out by like Manhattan Beach and all that. Yeah, I just yeah. saw some stuff. I was like, man, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, wow. All right, Cobb, I got a question for you. I don't think it's any secret. You went to Boston College. Do you have any uh, like allegiance to Boston sports outside of BC? Professional sports? Yes. Absolutely not. In fact, I would say probably the opposite. I have a I have a personal intimate knowledge of many Patriots fans, and I can't say I'm a fan of who they are or what they represent. I will say that I like the Seas, the Celtics, only because we lost the Seattle Supersonics. So the Seas have kind of been my backup green basketball team, but I don't pull for them hard. And then uh, the Bees, I went to a couple of their games. And Bruins. Very cool. Yeah, the Bruins, sorry. I uh, went to a couple of their games and very cool. But now that Seattle has professional hockey, you know, I feel like uh, I'm I'm falling off the bees as well. So uh, I would say no. The, the, the short answer is no, I don't. <laughs> All right, Matt, I just assume you're against Boston sports. Yes. <laughs> All right. The reason I bring this up was yesterday was game seven, Miami Heat, Boston Celtics in Boston. Uh, and the Heat just dominated them. I don't know if you guys watched the game at all, but I mean, the Celtics, I think the closest they got was maybe like a seven point deficit after the first quarter. Like, I I guess the point I'm getting to is it seems like all of America was rejoicing. I think the last 20 year run in the Boston area between the Patriots, the Bruins, the Celtics, the Red Sox, like, I think everybody's just sick and tired of Boston winning. Dude, the thing is, they don't appreciate it. Like when I was there, so I was there in 2000 five-ish to 2009 and at some point like the parades were just too frequent that people just weren't going and you know coming from the mariners and the seahawks and you know like at the time the seahawks hadn't won one in a long time the mariners seahawks sonics i mean i was going crazy just like how are you guys not flooding the downtown and you know pushing couches out of windows and lighting them on fire i mean so yeah, I, I, I feel like they got they got complacent and they got soft. And Foxborough, I mean, the Patriots were winning every year. And, you know, the, the Celtics, I think, won one while I was there. The Bruins got a couple. Red Sox even had there. So it's just like it was nonstop. Right, because the Red Sox for years, I remember going to Orioles games and we would chant 1918 at them. 
because that was the last time they had won. But this was like late 90s, early 2000s. And then once like the Pats win one, then they break they break the curse. It just it just seemed like there was like a 20 year period where it was like every other year they were getting a championship from something. Yeah, especially and it was like right while I was there, too. And so, yeah, it was it really was nonstop. I mean, what, 2008? And then they just kept kept winning. Yeah, and yeah. like, I think also Boston fans could just be kind of obnoxious. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's very rare that you see. Like, it just seems like everybody I know is like, "Yeah, we're glad the Celtics lost." Yeah, seriously. Yeah, 2008, 2000, uh, 2008 for the Celtics, 2011 for the Bruins, the Patriots, 2001, 2003, 2004. Uh, you know, the the Red Sox, 2004, 2007. 2013 like it was just getting stupid over there boys and they did not they didn't appreciate it that's that's the only thing that rubbed me the wrong way they're obnoxious fans all year long and then they would skip the parade i have no respect for that (laughs) i also like i really like jimmy butler and i get it some people didn't like the heat back in the day when like lebron was there and like made his own team but like Jimmy Butler is just a dog and he just seems cool. Now, full disclosure, part of that is because part of that is because he does commercials from Michelob Ultra. And I'm like, oh, this guy's pretty cool. <laughs> Got that dog in him. One of the commercials has a hootie song. And I'm like, he seems like a cool guy to live with, not only or chill with, live with. Uh, not only that, I read an article the other day that said at some point during like a couple seasons ago, he started playing country music to annoy his teammates. And now he's like, yeah, I just kind of like country music now. <laughs> yeah, it, it does grow on you. It, it really does. <laughs> uh, Hootie, you're talking about like Hootie of Hootie and the Blowfish? Oh, yeah. Is there yeah, another dude, Hootie? I mean, no, dude. I just, you know, there's some people who are 17 who listen to this podcast who have no idea what that is. And so I just figured, you know, I'd, yeah. But uh, personally, I love a little Hootie. And people were mad when he switched to country or when he, you know, when he went villa- flipped heel. But, uh, yeah, I like some of this country stuff, too. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like Hootie, if you don't know who Hootie is, then you don't know who Hootie and the Blowfish is. But dude, okay, <laughs> let me just give you a, a, a framework for what we're dealing with here. One of my employees who you know is now 20, uh, he's 20, and he spent three hours trying to convince me that the weekend was bigger than Michael Jackson ever has been. That the week, the weekend... Like a pop star of the moment. Not that I don't like his music, I do. Was bigger than Michael Jackson, the undisputed king of pop for 20 years has ever been. Just well, think about that. And the okay. era we live in now, there's so many artists where Michael Jackson was it, man. Anyway, go ahead. He's wrong on that. But I think my point is that if I said Hootie, you either know him or not. It's not something going to be like Hootie and the Blowfish. Like Hootie's Hootie. So if you <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. know him, I can I can fathom that. <laughs> Uh, the weekend is a massive star, but no, Michael. I mean, Michael Jackson was the biggest star on the planet, the undisputed king of pop. Yeah, I mean, he he had, well actually he didn't invent the moonwalk. That's a crazy thing we can go down. But I mean, yeah, incredible dancer, showman, performer. You know, some of his personal life stuff pretty controversial, obviously. But uh, I'm a fan of the music. And actually, since we're on the topic, Ted, I have a question for you. Sorry, Shoot. if this is weird and tangential. That's kind of what we do here. Uh, okay. So we were at the popcorn shop where I work at and we were playing 
Michael Jackson music. We're listening to it and we're sitting there interacting with customers and the music mostly plays in the shop. You can't really hear it on the other side of the counter, but you know, you can sort of, you can hear it a little bit. And a friend of mine came into the shop and he's like in his early forties, you know him as well. Um, uh, I can't really say without giving away, he used to live on a houseboat and uh, he was like, huh, you still listen to Michael? And I was like, yeah you what and he like judged us because of michael's personal life that we still listen to the music which i like how do you feel about that was who was in the right there and you know what's your take i mean i don't know i still listen to it i mean he he's dead so it's not like the money's going to him i don't know i had this argument for years right because i remember i bought a michael (laughs) jackson cd and somebody i worked with was like i can't believe you're buying that and I was like, really? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, all right. But then after he died, this person went out and bought all his catalog. And I was like, so now that he's dead, it's okay. And they were like, yeah. So like, I don't know. I mean, like, do you still play R. Kelly? No, but I didn't really play R. Kelly. To, I mean, that's okay. Fair. Fair. I don't. It's a tough question. Because obviously, if Michael Jackson did those things, it's like the worst thing you can do. But. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to answer that one. Like, I would still play Michael Jackson and not give it two thoughts. Like, R. Kelly's been taken off some radio stations and this and that. I think it's probably because he's still alive and going through it. But yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's the worst thing you can do. But also, he was Michael Jackson was in some respects a musical prodigy, I, I think. I mean, Matt can attest to this. If you look at the rock world, there is some shady, shady people. In massive bands <laughs> that are still like iconic, and some of the stuff they did, you're like, "What?" Whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's tough to you know. I mean, it's like you want to say it's a case by case basis, but like I just have an easier time separating the art from the artist. The more I like the art, but well, and like, great art, great art always comes from pain, you know. Yeah, and yeah. And state the obvious. And if our politicians are doing it, you can be damn sure our rock stars are doing it. <laughs> I'm also, well, I don't think one has to do anything with the other. Uh, seems like a weird place to just enter politics. Well, no, I mean, you, you see some of the behavior that uh, politicians have been getting away with. And then you go, hmm, I wonder if these guys who are paid to, like, you know, go on the road road for months at a time and professionally do cocaine with no hours that they have to keep if they get into anything crazy. And the answer is, you know, sometimes yes. I just think it comes as a shock to no one, you know, people who are dressing in a suit and showing up to Capitol Hill every day are going to commit, you know, acts like that, that rock stars sometimes would too. Right. I think rock stars have a better, like forget the illegal. I mean, like drugs and like hooking up with, you know, above age girls, like, Rock stars can do that because they're rock stars. I think it's different for politicians when you try to convince people you're something you're not. I lost track of who we're talking about here or what they're trying to. Well, you have a lot of politicians that run on family values or this or that, anti this or whatever, and then they go out. It's like it's like Mm -hmm. uh, Carson Daly, right? When he was the host TRL, he would have Kid Rock on all the time, and he would joke about. He's like, "Look, Kid Rock gets caught leaving the strip club with strippers at 3 a.m." You know, he's going to sell more records. He's like, if I do, it's bad. 
because I'm the guy from TRL. Like I'm like your kid's friend. So I mean, <laughs> that's that's where I think the difference is. Like nobody's like rock stars to me. You're doing much more stuff, and nobody's surprised. It's like, well, yeah, it's a rock star. But I'm just my point is is that like in music, there's a lot of stories you hear where it's just like, ugh, how's that person allowed? So it's like for Michael Jackson, like, yeah, I think it's terrible, but like, yes, I still listen to his music. And then also I'm a you know, I'm much more of a music guy than lyric guy. So like what was I gonna say? So like when Dallas Stars beat this uh uh beat the Kraken, like the in the arena they played alive. And then I saw people on Twitter, people I know that were like, well, they, it's like, first of all, it's a Pearl Jam song. They're still alive in the playoffs. Like, it's a good kind of song to play. I love Alive. And then somebody's like, well, you wouldn't listen to it if you knew what the lyrics were. God. So I was like, all right. So I went and looked up the lyrics. I'm like, yeah, this is this is horrible. But also, like, sometimes people are just listening to music. And it's like, I, I don't know. I, I think that's an Internet thing, too, being very nitpicky. Well, did you know this? Then you wouldn't. It's like, uh, okay, well, you saying that makes me think you're a bit of a pain in the ass. So now that I know that, should I not hang out with you? Exactly. We're still listening to Michael on this cast. I like it. Also, dude, I love that you mentioned, uh, I don't know how you and I are like mind melding, but the fact that you mentioned Kid Rock, I literally, while you were talking, I was like, how do I work Kid Rock into this? Because like, I didn't want to, I try my best to not just send us off on crazy tangents, but Kid Rock was who I was hoping to talk about because I watched that movie White Boy Rick. And one thing that's cool about Kid Rock, so I have a ton of respect for Kid Rock because I feel like he is just authentically who he is, which sort of is what you were saying. He's like, look, dude, like I'm kind of this like redneck dude from Detroit. And like what you see is what you get, you know, and like love him or hate him. Like if he's not your cup of tea, he is authentic to who he is. Like now he lives in a replica of the White House on the outskirts of Nashville and throws giant parties. And like that's exactly what you'd expect. But one thing that I thought was cool from that documentary is Is that is really like Kid Rock? Is, like is that what it, I would expect him to be? Yeah. Like But I'm saying rock. I don't think like Yacht Rock. I don't think he's Mr. Authentic. I mean, first of all, he came from a rich neighborhood, then played rapper. Then wanted to be a rapper forever. And now he's like, I'm a country star and I have a house that looks like the White House. I think I think that look, I'm just saying that dude changes his mind. Authentic is not one word I would call Kid Rock outside of does he love to party? Well, I just feel like he taps into, you know, his persona as a musician is very original. There's not a lot of people like him. And I feel like he uh, at least I've gotten the impression that he does what he wants to do and lives how he wants to live. And for that, I have a lot of respect. Um but the reason I was trying to work him in is because one thing I thought was cool is during the White Boy Rick documentary, um, when White Boy Rick came up for parole, um, you know, a lot of people were feeling that, you know, it was unjustified that he was still in prison. Uh, Kid Rock, no, they, this comes out in the documentary, uh, an FBI agent mentions it, but like no fanfare, no media, nothing drives down to the parole hearing solo, goes up, just gives an impassioned speech to the parole board, and then, you know, leaves never never mentions anything about it to try to get white boy rick out i thought that was pretty cool so anyway it is i'm just Great interested job. i'm interested sometimes with the people you choose to say like oh mad respect for that guy but <laughs> let me counter with this tony danza there's a guy you should respect going back to prison and musical artist i watched a whole documentary on tupac and tupac said when he was in jail he would get letters and visits from tony danza and Tony Danza, yeah, and he was like, this is wild. He's like, I don't know why he was sending me letters. And Tony Danza was just like, 
yeah, man, they got you in here on some BS charges. Like I've had Tony Dance is actually from like a tough neighborhood and just like was like, yeah, I have friends that have gone through this. Like, let's stay in touch. And he wasn't even like super famous then when he's in jail. His songs really blow up. Dude, Kid, Kid Rock grew up in a mansion and raised helped raise his father's horses. That's what I'm saying. You're like, he's so authentic. It's like he gave off this like, I'm this hood poor dude from Detroit when he came out. It's like, not really. <laughs> dude, people also ask the top Google questions. Uh, was Kid Rock raised with money? Where did Kid Rock grow up at? What is the story behind Kid Rock? Who is Kid Rock's real dad? Did the Rock buy? Oh, never mind. That's, yeah. Did Kid Rock donate money to charity? You know, um, look, Ted, maybe I need to do some more research on my boy Kid Rock. But, uh, you know, all I have to say is, my name is King. <laughs> I, I, I feel like, Kid you'd, Rock. Be, like you'd be at home at the, what did you go to? The Backyard Fight. What was it called? Street, uh, street Beefs. Street Scrapyard. Beef. Like you'd scrap be at home yard, at the yeah. Scrapyard. Sorry, what were you saying? I'm saying, like, look, I'm not, I'm just saying lately Kid Rock's, like, really changed his tune. Like, all right, cool. But, like, I, I don't know if authentic is the first thing that comes to mind when talking about uh, Kid Rock. And, look, I met the dude. Super nice. Super cool. Uh, he was still, like, kind of a rocker then before he got into all his, like, I don't know, country and other stuff. Country rap is the genre he invented, according to this Wikipedia article. Well, apparently this Wikipedia article's never heard of Bubba Sparks. <laughs> oh, dude. Booty. Everywhere. <laughs> right? It's like, yeah, I still have that one in the chamber. I'm ready to talk about it. <laughs> I'm just like, how did we get on this from everybody hates the Celtics in Boston? I think I was saying I hate sending us off on tangents. I feel like that's where we where we veered wildly off course. <laughs> And with that, we will take a break. <laughs> All right, well, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. A uh, bit of a quick one today. I'm a little under the weather, and uh, luckily, Cobb just wants to go see a show. So we're, we're going to move it along a little bit. Also, I, I, was like, I was like, that's a good name to drop for me. Twilip Kali, like, I love that dude. Like, I would definitely go see him in concert. Yeah, dude, that's what I'm saying. He does all these like little local shows around Austin, usually at Native Hostel. I'm not really sure why. I'm guessing he's a local dude, but a Tuesday night show at a nightclub, like, sign me up. Yeah, and I like you were saying this for the cast. Like, you can't go in there on a Saturday night, Friday night, wait in line. I'm pay a 36 a cover. year old man. Yeah, exactly. I'm a 36 year old man with a great beard, dude. I, I'm not going to be standing in line with 23 year olds. Like, the only way I go to a club now is if I'm buying a table. And you guys know, like, I'm a thrifty man. I'm not buying a table. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say the only time I think I think about even going to a nightclub is if we're with uh, another part of the thread. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That guy thrives at nightclubs. <laughs> Speaking Seattle, of, I, oh God, God. Seattle really doesn't even have nightclubs anymore. I mean, there's a couple, right? There's Q, Monkey Loft, but like Supernova. Yeah, I'm just like, I remember when I first moved here, Pioneer Square was like full of clubs. Dude, the thing is, I, the possibility also exists that they're out there and we just don't know about them. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know that they cross our, the, the you know, the bow of our boat at 36 and what are you, 42, something like that. I mean, you're probably right. And I don't really run with like the club crowd anymore. Like yeah. there was a period there where I did. Actually, speaking of which, just 
public service announcements like clubs in your 20s and early 30s are a lot of fun just just be careful i heard some some uh bad health news on somebody and i was like really and then i was like yeah well, the only time i saw those people it was a party 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 and they were like yeah and they just couldn't stop and they're like now they're like mid 40s and it's like yeah you can't uh can't keep up that lifestyle forever <laughs> oh, like somebody had to go to like a treatment or something I don't know. I just I just heard they're not doing so through a friend of a friend. I was like, huh. All right. Is this somebody we both know? That's my last question. We can talk about it. Now. Podcast, but OK, cool. Now you wouldn't you wouldn't know this I had a particular person in mind. That's why I was curious. This was uh, this was pre cop. So I'm saying this was years wow. ago. <laughs> or the golden days. That's awesome. Uh, Cobb, do we have some emails? No, we no, don't. We do not. No emails. <laughs> I don't know if that means that people are intimidated because we often call out our emails directly or because they just are, you know, worried that everyone else is going to email and their email won't get through. I'm not sure what we did, but this week's email segment is now closed. I will say this, uh, not an email, but a text message I got from a friend. This was about Matt. And he was just like, what the f***? He has that specific of an ice cream routine at his house. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, I don't know that I've ever seen Matt more excited to answer the cop topic. Yeah. Like, bro, bro, all right, all right. <laughs> he, like cleared the room like Joe Rogan announcing. So that was awesome. <laughs> it was a great answer. <laughs> and you got to put the sprinkles on before the shell gets hard. I was like, damn. All right. Yeah. This you got a window there. <laughs> you got a window. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, let's check in with what's Matt. Hey, what's good? What's Matt? Whoa. Uh, before we get to what's Matt. Hey, what's good? What's Matt? Whoa. Check out what's Matt. Hey, what's good? What's Matt? Whoa. Uh, before we get to what's Matt. Hey, what's good? What's Matt? Whoa. Check out what's Matt. Mostly the Firebirds. Uh. That's been uh, a lot of fun to follow. I went to two games since I saw you guys last. Um, they won both of those games. And, dude, this crowd, you know, uh, this team is just its just a lot of fun. Uh, the, the crowds are wild. Um, the team, you know, is deep. They, they can score, you know, uh, throughout the lineup. And, yeah, it's our coach won a Stanley Cup, you know. So it's just been... Fuego's such a tight mascot. This new team's mascot, <laughs> Ted, are you familiar? I, I have seen Fuego. Actually, in that video you sent from the beginning of that game the other night, I was like, oh, that looks live. Yeah. Yeah, that was totally sold out. Uh, the first time they've done it since the first game. The first game was totally sold out, and then this was the the uh, second one in team history. And I was fourth row for that one. Um, and it was that game is fast. It was it was awesome sitting so close. Uh and then uh yeah, they won both games at home. Um Tyler looked up the the Admiral's mascot. Are you familiar Ted, you went to Milwaukee, right? This is that's who we're playing now. The Milwaukee Admirals of the AHL. Have you seen their mascot? I have not. I'm good with mascots. I don't do uh I don't do minor league hockey mascot. Just curious. I just had to ask. So it looks he looks dumb. I don't know. It's just some dog, you know, named Roscoe, but they're the Admirals. I don't know why a dog's a mascot for a team named the Admirals. It looks right. so bad. So bad. Ted, let me share my screen. 
Uh, I'm looking them up right now. Oh, God. Yeah, so Roscoe from the Milwaukee Admirals, you know, it just it looks like a terrible mascot. Um, so we've just, you know, uh, yeah, we, my dad left town for the season uh, Friday, and so Thursday he wanted to go to the game before he left, so we all went there kind of last minute. And then <laughs> Saturday I had to... He's go. orange. I mean, it's a dog, but he's bright orange, like uh, gritty. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Remember, animals don't always coincide. Arsenal, their mascot is Gunnersaurus. <laughs> they don't always coincide. Okay. <laughs> well, I like that Fuego does. It just um I got a picture with Fuego. Yeah. And uh yeah, it's it's just been been awesome. Uh, they're winning a lot at home. They lost last night. I watched it on TV, but that was on the road in Milwaukee. Um, yeah, making friends with fans. You know, got a good hookup on tickets, so I don't have to pay Ticketmaster fees. So it's just been uh, it's been live down here. Like Friday night, seeing it completely sold out like that, being in the fourth row was just electric. Um, and yeah, we're uh, we're you know thriving. It's not there's not a lot of people from out of town in town this time of year. Like it's just a lot of local excitement around it, and it's it's time. Right. I saw I saw a golf cart with a rally towel hanging off the back of it <laughs> the other day. <laughs> that's awesome. I, just on that is kind of funny when you live in a town like that. That's so season seasonal and stuff. It's like oh yeah, it's like. This is our team. This is our, this is for us. This is local season, man. Yeah. Um so yeah, it's it's been it's been really cool. Um Memorial Day or Memorial I worked yesterday but Sunday we kind of did Memorial Day, went over to my parents' house um and just kind of hung out by the pool, grilled up some chicken, you know. Uh Tyler made some potato salad. Those really good. Uh and yeah, just kind of Hung out, enjoyed the weather, and uh, yeah, you know, it's just been a Firebirds, you know, playoff run's been a lot of fun. Did you watch any of the uh, F1 in Monaco or the Indy 500? Um, I saw some of the qualifying, and then I, I saw some memes about it that looked pretty funny, but I didn't see exactly what happened. <laughs> it's just funny. It's It's like... You have F1. It rained a little bit during the race, but it's in its Monaco, these tight little streets, they race. Then you have the Indy 500, which had a bunch of crashes at the end. And then the cap off the day, Daytona, or uh, NASCAR runs the Coca-Cola 600, their longest race of the year. Right? It's basically like the biggest day in auto racing. Wow. What I don't understand is F1, it was raining. They ran. Indy ran. And then... Stock cars, like it's a stock car. It's kind of the beauty of it. It's like ah, it's raining. We can't go. <laughs> they didn't run. No, oh they postponed God. it till Monday. Oh man, <laughs> I'm not like, a Coca Cola executive, but that sounds bad for business. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was kind of wild. Like they interviewed. I was watching on, on Sunday afternoon. They like when the coverage started, and they like went to one of the drivers. So like, how you feeling? He's like, ah, uh, full. And they're like, what? And they're like, there's just so many delays. He's like, there's nothing else to do. So I just keep eating. I got to stop eating in case we actually run this race. (laughs) (laughs) Because you got to imagine there's hospitality tents and spreads out everywhere. And then like, 
you might have to race later. If not, you're gonna have to race the next day. So it's not like you're it's not like post race where you can have some beverages. So I, I get it. It's like, I don't know, we'll just have another snack, kill some time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's my life. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, I guess it's about that time. Boop doop doop boop boop. Cobb topic. Cobb topic. Just a quick uh, aside, throw my hat in the ring. I'm a Rockford Ice Hogs guy, but, you know. Uh, okay. <laughs> Rockford, so, Illinois? The Ice Hogs, baby. Come on. I'm one of the best mascots. <laughs> Go Ice Hogs. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, God, okay. If you don't already, you guys are going to think I'm crazy. But uh, my girlfriend had this friend over who's um, – God, man, I, uh, what's the intro for this? Okay, her uh, this friend's parents are uh, very wealthy, and they've dedicated tons of their um, their money towards trying to like live forever and to like be incredibly healthy, right? So they do a lot of things that most Americans would consider non traditional. So um, we're chatting, and I was like, oh yeah, you know, like I'm 36, I'm starting to lose my hair, whatever, and so. She's like, oh, you don't use head and shoulders, do you? And I was like, well, I, I actually do use head and shoulders. And she was like, oh, that's what makes your hair fall out. I was like, hmm, okay, never heard that theory before, but we'll see. And then she's like, oh, yeah, also, um, what kind of shower head do you have? And I was like, I don't know, you know, standard shower head. She sends us, when she gets home, she sends us a shower head that has a vitamin C insert in it it's this really i don't know it's a specialized shower head there's a couple other things going on but it has like an aromatic vitamin c element and she claims that the combination of that and not using head and shoulders gave her now ex-boyfriend or ex-fiance like most of his hair back like it was a hair regrowth miracle her hair is incredibly thick but she's 32 and so i was like hey you know what she sent it to us why not i'm in so anyway basically uh, today I put the shower head on and I took progress pics just honestly more for hilarity's sake, but I took like, you know, receding hairline progress pics. So the cop topic this week, uh, I've got my head and shoulders and vitamin C now I'm, I'm bought in, uh, well, you know, we, uh, I'm practicing it. Uh, what's your like crazy theory that like, you know, you know, tw- 20 years from now, it comes out in like a, a class action lawsuit or something, but it can either be something that's bad for you something that's good for you just what's your what's your crazy fan theory you know just something you've noticed a pattern you notice, whatever anyway email us literally the word email at thepodcast.com man i don't know that you could fight hair loss you can have procedures to add hair hey look jeff bezos is bald <laughs> like he's, he's all yoked up he's all yoked up now he's got a hot fiance with you know all this stuff we were talking about last week like yeah but he's still bald like if that dude wanted if there was a way like he would have reversed it years ago bro just couldn't buy a hundred dollar vitamin c shower head dude <laughs> sorry he's moving he's probably traveling too much just can't be on that you know he's a head and shoulders guy for sure just look at him. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying it's legit. I took progress picks more for the, uh, well, whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> but <laughs> we we should set a reminder to talk about it next year. But yeah, Jeff Bezos is bald is a pretty good point. <laughs> pretty compelling <laughs> evidence, dude. <laughs> Plus, I mean, I think with the bald stuff nowadays, like, 
And that hair replacement stuff is awesome, right? But it's like, I, you, people forget, like, Jeremy Piven was bald. He just had the surgery or, like, Jeremy you kind of forget. What's that? Jeremy Piven was bald? Oh, Whoa. yeah. Him, Nick Cage, <laughs> Wayne Rooney. Like, there's a bunch of them. But once you get used to them having hair again, you just kind of forget that they were bald. Whoa, he did get a lot of hair back. Wait, so anyway, you know, obviously my theory doesn't hold a lot of water. It's just for fun. But what, what are your guys' theories? Anything crazy? I mean, the theory about how crack cocaine and stuff gets into the hood is not really a crazy theory now. Like people have come out and been like, yeah, we were doing that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I meant more like a personal, you know, personal health. Like you're like, oh, like, you know, uh, eating spaghetti once a week lengthens your life or I don't know, like weird nail clipping habits or just whatever. I, I just think, uh, you know, it's it's kind of documented, but uh, I think we're just like scratching the surface of like how much stress messes with people like and there's a bunch of different types and stuff but yeah it's uh you know i don't know i i just try and you know that's been a big focus of me mine not just for like a mental thing but for like i think it's good for my physical health to be as low stress as possible um you know and yeah that's that's just something that you know i've i've kind of stumbled onto in my own little you know lifestyle progression um but i definitely think like from a physical health standpoint uh yeah we got a lot going on in today's world and it's very stimulating and everybody's you know we got to collectively like calm down a little bit yeah i mean the only theory and i'm sure there's some science to back it up but i i, I don't know i don't know that different liquors get people different drunk you know people are like oh, i don't drink whiskey you want to see me whiskey drunk or whatever and i'm always like yeah the liquor doesn't matter you're just drunk or you're not but somewhere along the line i convince myself if i do like a shot of tequila that my equipment won't work anymore that day <laughs> and it goes completely against my theory but i'm just like all right like we drink tequila but we're not hooking up tonight <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is just mentally, but honestly, I don't believe that. Diff I just think if you're drunk, you're drunk. But yeah, for some reason, I'm like, ah, oh, it's tequila. So I'm out. <laughs> Dude, the thing, I mean, I feel like those are the type of things that like years later, it's like, oh, the high magnesium content actually did cause, you know what I mean? Like little people notice things before they're proved by studies. I will say that. Yeah. And I'm sure there's been studies on different liquors and this and that. Like I had a buddy. His wife stopped drinking vodka and switched to tequila. And he was like, she was angry on vodka. And I'd be like, I don't know if I believe that. And he'd go, you ever seen a happy Russian? And I was like, all right, that's funny. But that's not proof at a point <laughs> or a friendly Russian. I was like, all right. <laughs> and yes, I have met Russians before that were very nice. <laughs> were these like Russian women who were trying to seduce you to get state secrets? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think there's any any state secrets that they've uh, bestowed upon me that that spies would try to come after me. Plus, God, God damn it, Ted! I've got a vitamin C showerhead. I'm looking for a conspiracy here. Okay, I know well, you're the conspiracy guy. Like, I just don't <laughs> know if kidding. I have. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I don't know if I have one that crazy. 
yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh, yeah, we'll see if it works. I am not holding my breath. I will say this. I had a conversation over the weekend. There was somehow we started talking about Armageddon and this and that. And I was like, oh, I'm coming out guns a blazing. And they were like, what? And I was like, yeah, you got to set a tone. I'm like, <laughs> so I guess that's my theory. I could completely change the person I am if the lights go out. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, uh- Oh, dude, I forgot. I got to issue one one correction. Uh, last ahead. week, um, uh, Carson, the lawyer, emailed in. Uh, so remember how I was very confident that his girlfriend was German? Correct. Because her name was Tanya. Yeah, she's not. She's Asian. Oh. Actually, yeah, not even close. <laughs> so her dad's name is not Klaus? He, he snap emailed me, dude, like probably 10 minutes after the cast came out. I was like, oh, all right. Well, it's my bad. And Matt, you already knew this, right? Yeah. <laughs> I like that Matt dude. I like, he's like, let him go with his German theory. Yeah, I couldn't, exactly. I couldn't stop. You know, you were so sold. It was just funny. I was like, I don't know exactly her ethnicity and people are mixes all the time. You know, I, I really just don't pay attention to it. You know, it's just like, yeah, definitely some some Asian heritage there for sure. But like, you know, people are, you know, they, they got different different things going on on their twenty three and me. So I just, you know, I don't I don't pay much attention. She's cool. She's fun. She's talented, and uh, yeah. So we always have a good time when we see her. It's all Tanya that Kid to Rock. Me, Tough day for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. so authentic. Came from the streets. Yeah, he raised horses with his dad. Yeah, I don't think I said he came from the streets. You all right? You didn't say that quote. But but. He no, Cobb definitely reached a point where I I started to realize like, oh, he thinks she's. I'm thinking like she could be a quarter German, and I wouldn't be any the wiser. Cobb's <laughs> <laughs> like thoroughbred. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Dude. Through and through. That's Aryan race level for Later sure. Later, in or whatever. <laughs> Dude, I have a buddy. His girlfriend is of Asian descent and her uh, work takes her to Mexico. And she's like, it's so weird when I'm down there. She's like, because, you know, she's just she, she's just dark enough where she's like, they always start speaking Spanish to me. And I have to look at him and be like, I, I'm not I'm not Hisp- like, I don't speak Spanish. And they're like, well, what are you? And she's like, Asian. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I was like, she's like, they will speak like they hand everybody like an English menu. Then they, she's like, they always give me the Spanish menu and just start going. She's like, I don't, I've never even taken that class in Spanish. Like, I have no idea what they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, all right. Uh, are we back next week. I'm back. You guys back? I think we're back. Sounds great. All right, cool. Uh, other than that, hope everybody had a good Memorial Day weekend. Got some ice cream. Uh, shout out to my buddy Will who backed me up on getting the small little Hagenhaus guys. They're delicious. Nice. <laughs> He's also the one that was like, "What the f, Matt?" <laughs> uh, all right, there you go for MCTP for Cobb and Lee Ted Smith is the podcast. Cheers.